Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from a listener in our Facebook group. You can always join the conversation there at facebook.com slash groups slash What Fresh Hell Cast. This listener wrote in to say, my 13-year-old daughter has been inexplicably dropped from her friend group at her very small school. As far as my daughter can figure, nothing has precipitated this change. The girls used to hang out after school at least once a week. Now the other girls are hanging out and my daughter is left out. She doesn't get invitations, texts, FaceTimes. When she texts the other girls about schoolwork, they don't respond. She feels that they're making her the butt of the joke and then tell her she has no sense of humor. The other moms and I would regularly communicate to coordinate their plans as if we don't live in the same town. So I know that the other moms know that their girls are ostracizing mine. They're no longer texting me to make the plans and carpools. My daughter is distraught. I am also sick to my stomach over it. I don't know how to help her. I'm also heartbroken because I thought I had the beginnings of friendship with these women. I trusted them. I just can't believe they would allow this to happen. I would never allow my daughter to do this to another child. I'm devastated. How do I help my daughter through this? This is devastating and so hard and unfortunately common. I did an interview with Judith Warner that I really recommend you listen to. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. The interview is amazing and the book is too. Her book is called And Then They Stopped Talking to Me, Making Sense of Middle School. Judith Warner talks in her book and in the interview I did with her about how traumatic this time can be, not just for the kids who are going through it, but for the parents, because it can kind of send us spiraling into this PTSD reaction of our own middle school experiences, which were painful. When we see our kids going through it, it brings up our own experiences, and it just makes it sort of extra complicated. Understanding that was really helpful to me in guiding my kids through their own middle school struggles, so I recommend the book and the interview. Another interview we did, I'm going to link to this one too, is Dr. Lisa Demore, who talked about at this age, kids, when they enter puberty, they're going at different speeds. She talked about gears on a board. Can you picture interlocking gears and how they're all spinning like inside a clock? They're all working together. Everybody's doing their job. And then all of a sudden, one wheel starts spinning way faster than the other ones. And all of a sudden, the two wheels that perfectly interconnected 
don't connect anymore. One's going to go flying off the board. That's what happens when kids get to this age, right? They're maturing at different speeds. Some kids still like American Girl dolls. Some kids are wearing makeup. Some kids like Pokemon. And, you know, some kids want to hang out after school and vape. It's a wide range of experiences and interests. And so kids who fit together can start to spin at different speeds. It's extremely painful for the kid who's left on the outside. And first, I want to completely honor that and say, yes, you should be doing everything you can to support your daughter. She needs the support right now. She needs the comfort. I would encourage that you sort of comfort in and dump out. Give her lots of hugs. Give her lots of time. Give her lots of compassion and reassurance. But if you're feeling the urge to vent about these girls are awful and can you believe these mothers and I hate them all and I thought they were nice, you can feel those things. But I wouldn't necessarily vent them with your kid. I would take that elsewhere and just give her comfort. I want to put something else in your path, having been in this situation with several of my kids, which is that the parents of the other kids involved in this whole group ostracization thing They definitely know that things have changed, but they could be getting a very different report at home about why that's happening. This happened with one of my kids and a good friend of theirs. I was good friends with the mother. I was hearing from my kid that this other kid wasn't nice anymore, had changed, was rude all the time, was mean, doesn't want to sit with them. And then they started hanging around with other kids. I find out much later from the other parent, the other kid was reporting ostracization, that things aren't the same, that I'm being left out. And honestly, both things can be true. I would find the one mom in the group that you're most connected with or that your daughter was most connected with the the child of. And kind of have a frank and open conversation where you find out what they've heard. This is what this other mother did in this situation. Came to me. We had a tough conversation. Our kids used to be friends. Something has changed. But she came to me and instead of saying, your kid is leaving my kid out, instead said, what are you hearing about this? And I said, I just was hearing things have changed. And she said, okay, I'm hearing that from my kid that my kid is being left out. And we were able to have a you know, not an easy conversation, but one where we both left feeling good and helped our kids get back to a better place with each other. Another thing you might consider is going and talking to the teacher. I wouldn't tell your kid that you're doing this, but I would go talk to the teacher, have a separate sidebar conversation and just say, what are you saying? This is what my kid is reporting. Is this true? Because if it's true, the teacher can do some things to help with this, including who's assigned to who with group projects, who sits where, who gets to help out, giving your kids some extra attention and support that she probably needs. Or you might hear alternatively that, yeah, I am seeing these things, but your kid made somebody cry. You need to leave yourself open to the possibility that things are changing as they're supposed to in middle school. And it is painful, but that more than one thing can be happening. And then, maybe with the teacher's help, see if there's a a girl or a boy or several within the class where your daughter could start investing a little more of her time. Your daughter's pain is real, and you experiencing it with her is so hard. I would try to find out a little more information and be a little more open-minded about what might be happening that you're not hearing. And in the meantime, keep giving your daughter all the compassion in the world. Send us your parenting questions, and we might answer yours next. Email us, questions at whatfreshhellpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. 
two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact invented. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talk to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast.